Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. Today I'm going to continue on in this discussion about hope or this study on hope. I know I said last time that uh, I thought I might go on to something else, but there's a lot in the subject of hope. And uh, the next few podcasts, I'll continue on looking at hope. Today, what I want to look at is the promise of hope. Now, just in overview, hope promises many things. It's by hope that we await a saviour who will lead us to salvation. And it's by hope that we have the promise of life and the promise of eternity. We hold fast to our faith because of the promises of hope in the Lord. And we know that uh, faith and hope work together, as we uh, see in that scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, where it says, uh, faith, hope and love abide. My aim then today is to recognise that we live in hope. As Christians, we live in hope. And we also see what the promise of hope holds in store for the faithful. And also we want to try and understand that these promises are given to everyone and to anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord. So I'm going to begin in the book of Colossians. And I'm going to read from Colossians chapter 1, and I'm reading from verse 19, where it says, For in him the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And of course, when it's saying in him, it's talking about Jesus Christ. For in him the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And this is how the Lord God has made peace with all situations through the blood of Jesus, because in Jesus he has reconciled man to himself for those who believe. Verse 21, And you, who once were estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death, in order to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him. So here's a promise. This is the promise of what he was trying to do when Christ died. It was through his death that he reconciled people, he reconciled mankind back to the Lord. And he's saying, you are all estranged and hostile in mind doing evil deeds. Now, I think in this section he's talking about Gentiles, but he's talking about everyone because we've all been there. And we know that scripture in Romans, it's, it's, it's often quoted about um, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so we're all in this place where we were estranged and hostile in mind doing evil deeds. But he's now reconciled us in his body of flesh by his death in order to present us holy and blameless. And then verse 23, it says, provided. So there's a proviso to this. It doesn't just happen automatically for everyone. There is a proviso. And he says, provided that you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which has been preached to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, became a minister. So here's the proviso. If you want the hope of the gospel, if you want the hope that comes through the promises made through the death of Jesus Christ, then you must firstly continue in the faith. You must be stable and steadfast in the faith. You must not shift from the hope of the gospel and the hope of the gospel is salvation, which has been preached. And certainly Paul is still preaching to us through the words that he gave in the letters he wrote to the various churches and various people. And he goes on. So that's the first thing that we see there is this hope, the hope in the gospel is the hope that we have uh, a promise in. And he goes on. He says, now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, 
And in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the divine office which was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known. And this is what Paul has tried to do. And this is what we need to understand today, is that we need to fully know and fully understand the word of God. And we're fortunate that God in his great grace and his mercy and his wisdom has collected sufficient of the words of Jesus Christ and of the writings of the apostles, put them together in the Bible for us so that we have access to the wisdom and to the insight and to the knowledge of God. And more importantly, we have access to hope, the hope of life and the hope of eternity in Jesus Christ. And he goes on, of which I became a minister according to the divine office, which was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now made manifest to his saints. And this is part of our hope. This is part of the promise of hope, that he will reveal the mystery of the gospel, the mystery of the words of God to his saints. And a saint is basically anyone who is following the Lord. This is the hope. And then he says in verse 27 there, To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And here it is. The mystery is found and understood and comes to light, and we are given insight to understand it through Christ. Because what's happening is God in his wisdom and in the things that he's done through the death of Jesus Christ, through his resurrection and through faith in believing those things, through the working of the power of the Holy Spirit, what he is doing is he is forming Christ within us. He's giving to us the nature of Jesus Christ. He's transforming us into the image of Jesus Christ. He's knocking off all of our rough edges. He's forgiven us our sins. He's not holding those against us. He's set us free from the law. And he knows that we're a work in progress. And even though we fall down and we make mistakes, through his grace, he says, get up, keep walking the straight and narrow path that leads to life. And that is the hope of glory. The hope of glory is Christ Jesus being formed in you and in me. And as he goes on in 28, him we proclaim, Jesus Christ, that's who we're proclaiming. That's who I'm proclaiming today. Him we proclaim, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man mature in Christ. For this I toil, striving with all the energy which he mightily inspires within me. And just to add my two cents worth to that is that this is what the Lord has done for me too. He's given me the desire to want to show people what he's shown me, to open up the scriptures, to to be able to understand what it is he's shown me. And he mightily inspires this within me to speak the word of God and to give it to you for free. And this is what my plan is. And the Lord has told me, he's spoken to me, and he said, speak to my people. And that's what I'm doing here right now. Now, I'll go over into the next scripture because the next scripture looks at this a little bit more. And we see in Titus chapter 1, and I'll read from verse 1, where it says, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth, which accords with godliness. So we see here, this is what Paul's aim was. This is what his desire was. It was to further the faith. And that's what I hope that you get out of this, that through these words and through the reading of the scripture, that your faith will be furthered, that your faith will grow, that you'll become strong and steadfast in the Lord. And it's to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth. And that's the other thing. You can't have knowledge unless you study. 
You want to know how all this stuff works? Well, you need to study the Bible. You need to go to the Bible. You need to read what it says. You need to pray over it. You need to ask the Lord, show me, Lord, what does this mean? And he will give you the knowledge and the understanding of the truth, which accords to godliness. And that's what the whole Bible's about. It tells us what God is like, and he wants us to be like him. So we are to be formed into a place where godliness is a part of who we are. And then in verse 2, he says, in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised ages ago. That is the hope of salvation. We are to be saved unto eternal life. We are to be saved and perfected in Jesus Christ to be perfect as the Heavenly Father was perfect, as it says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. We must be perfect as the Father is perfect. And the hope is that we will receive eternal life which God who never lies promised ages ago. This is the hope of salvation. This is the promise of the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And if I read on in verse 3 there in Titus 1, and at the proper time manifested, what did he manifest? He manifested the hope of eternal life. And at the proper time manifested in his word through the preaching with which I have been entrusted by command of God our Saviour. And this is where we are today. We're looking at these words that Paul wrote down so many, 2,000 years ago or thereabouts, to give us also the same hope, the same promise of hope um, that was manifested in Jesus Christ. It was there then, it's there now. So I'd like just to think about this for, for a couple of moments. Do you see that the promise of hope is available to everyone? It's available to all mankind. There is no distinction, no Jews, no Gentiles, no black, no white, no male, no female. In Christ, all are one, all are the same. And the promise of hope is available to everyone. Can you see now what is promised? Eternal life. And consider also what you need to do to be assured of the hope that's in Jesus Christ and follow him. And that's what you need to do. You need to follow him. You need to listen to the words of truth in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Find them. Seek them out. Which brings me to the prayer points. Spend a moment in prayer to thank God for the promise of hope in Jesus Christ. Thank him for it because this is a promise that he's given us. And God always keeps his promises. But ask him also to show you the way and to put your feet on the narrow path that leads to life rather than walking the broad way that leads to destruction, which is the lot for the majority of this world. So in closing, I'll continue to look at hope in the next session. But until then, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off. And I hope that you have a great week ahead and I look forward to being with you again at the same time next week. God bless. God bless. 